0: episode of the tip balls podcast i am your host sam randazzo and i am joined by my two rather content i think we're content today co-hosts to my right it is the one and only uncle sam hello and behind the computer absolutely fondling his own fava beans it is bruce the tugboat vinditty what's going on we're back a couple days late, um, just, you know. Uh, assessing. Assessing. Of what we've taking witnessed. in fully and processing um, the Super Bowl uh, Sunday. Obviously, the Chiefs are this year's Super Bowl champions. Uh, obviously, Bruce wasn't with us the last few days because he was. Um, Inebriated. He was, uh, yeah, busy servicing the Chiefs' whole defense. But other than that. Um, we're back. Okay. Big Super Bowl. Uh first and foremost, we got to send some thoughts and prayers to Spartan Nation and everybody in East Lansing uh about the uh shooting that occurred uh just a couple of days ago. Uh our thoughts are with everybody in Spartan family, the entire uh East Lansing and far beyond community because when things like this happen, uh especially this one, it really hurts hits close to home. So, uh thoughts are with them. Uh obviously, Something needs to be done about this, but we're gonna leave that at that. now, next up, get right into it. Super Bowl Eagles Chiefs. First thoughts from you go. I'm sorry i'm I'm asking you for your first thoughts for my assessment said, of no, I don't want a full the assessment. actual game. I don't want a full assessment. You literally said about forty five seconds ago before we started. I, I got something, something to I say. got something to so, say there we go.
1: I uh, think it's a huge event. Seen throughout the world, how many people witnessed that
0: I want to say it was over a hundred million
1: a hundred million people witnessed uh witnessed this event
0: one hundred and thirteen point um, one million i
1: i I don't know what to say about it except that it was an event and uh the product wasn't bad it really wasn't bad um i I think that a lot of people watch this stuff and they watch so much of these uh, uh calls that could go either way and I think when they watch it and they have something vested in it, it kind of clouds their judgment on what's going on and i I think and and i'm I'm gonna say myself included because as I watched the last minute of that game, I was, uh, it was kind of anticlimactic from the actual game because of the way the process went down at the end. Not to say that it wasn't, uh, wasn't right. It wasn't wrong, but it just, the process of, of a lot of things that were happening toward the end of this game kind of put a day. It was like seeing a great movie in the end suck. That's what it's like.
0: Um, so, I'm going to agree with you and disagree on, on a couple fronts. Okay. Uh, as we dig deeper into this, one, I thought in, in all reality, this Super Bowl as well as the last one were extremely exciting, right? If we go back three years when it was the Chiefs versus the Buccaneers, game was over from the beginning, in my opinion, watching it. These, this Super Bowl was awesome to watch. Um, the the Chiefs throughout the whole first half were always just like one hair away from being in this game. Philadelphia went blow for blow with them, and they they kept counter punching the entire game. Uh, I thought it was, I thought it was an absolutely great football game up until the last two minutes. And I'm gonna say this much: could they have called that hold? Absolutely. Did they do a very 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 nice job? Of keeping their flags in their pockets the whole game. Yes, up until that point in the game, outside of, I mean, we have to go back to look exactly, but I don't remember all that many flags being thrown. And I, I mean, I remember a delay a game. I remember one or two holdings, but like a lot of it was uh like neutral zone. Yes, by the Chiefs for the most part. The Chiefs. But... They let these two teams battle it out the whole game. Now, I agree. I yeah. agree. Yeah. And, it, and I thought that's exactly the way that a Super Bowl or a high-profile playoff game should be. You let the fucking guys play. The rest are there to make sure shit yeah, doesn't get out of I hand. I totally agree with
1: what you're saying. I just don't. Okay. I don't agree let, with with. you're coming near the end of a game, and there there's going to be an infraction here. Or there's going to be an infraction there, and I get that. You can't allow it a, a questionable play become the impact of, the, of of how the game is going to play out for the next
0: few the next 50 seconds. So was that some sort of egregious hold? No, I, I don't I don't think it was
1: that bad. But I do think this. That is a play that they kept in their pocket for most of the day. That is the issue. The layman Come watching
2: on, I don't know if that many plays, I, those 20 okay. plays were go
0: called. Ahead. See, you have a great go point, ahead. and then you go that there's this conspiracy theory where I, the refs were holding on to I'm not saying it. it
1: was a fucking conspiracy That's literally what you said. You all said they I'm saying held it in their pocket. This.
0: You held that fucking, you hold
1: these flags in your pockets the entire game. You're letting these guys play. Okay. Did the guy guy tug on him and stop his momentum? No. Correct. Did the guy put his hands on him? Yes. Yes. You're allowed to put your hands on a receiver within five yards. Okay. That play was within five yards. Did Did he hinder the guy's momentum going forward? No. That is not a penalty.
0: At the end of the day, that's a penalty that would be called in a regular fucking season, you know, week seven matchup. It is not a call that should have been made to decide who was going to win the Super Bowl. I think that's what you were trying to say. Yes. Just wrapped up into a, a <laughs> neater package. Well, you know what? I, okay. I, 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 it it happened a last year. fucking call.
1: It happened last year with Luke Wilson on Cooper Cup. The same thing fucking happened. Now, that was different. Did that change the outcome of the game? Yes, because it get, then you had the Rams score when they would have kicked a field goal. Mind you, Kansas City would have kicked a field goal and been up in that game. I have no issue with that. I have no right. issue with right. that. Right. That would have given an opportunity to for Philadelphia to either choke, which I think or they would have, because the way that game was going, I think the they were would either going to choke or they would have came up. They would had a minute 13 left and two fucking timeouts to go downfield. Yeah, it would have been a I, I just True. think it was anticlimactic the way they ended Correct. the fucking game. Agreed. That call
0: ended the game. It was a letdown because of that call. Correct. And the call. That's all I'm saying. With the the flow of how the refs were calling the game, that call wouldn't even have made sense to be called there. That's the point of this. Could it have been a penalty in a different situation? Absolutely. The problem is when you have as good of a game as you had and you have the referees staying out of it as much as you had, a call like that is so surprising that it just takes all exactly. of the air out t- of this game. Exactly. That's – that's you are exactly right. It took the air completely and, and out of the game. And when
1: you do stuff like that, it turns people off Correct. of watching. You know what Absolutely. I did
2: see? You know, like uh, when they would line up on the one and Jalen Hurts would go over?
1: Do the Cuban That used sneak. to be illegal in the NFL. Right. You couldn't do that. The Why sneak, they right. brought that back is beyond me. Okay, I don't so, like it.
2: But like you know how usually when you're that when guys are getting that low and the, both teams are right there and you know where the ball's going, usually refs kind of slide on the neutral zone infractions and stuff. Usually those guys. No, are they. You know what? I, I'm going to so say this. Close.
1: I'm going to say this, and I'm uh, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I seen guys lining up in the neutral zone all night. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Every time that fucking play happened, somebody was over. But the flag was screen. being called.
0: Yeah. Outside, outside of that officiating decision. I'm not going to call it a blunder. I'm not going to call it a. a well, I, th- I, I thought there was a lot
1: of plays they missed. Okay. I thought the Pacheco play. Don't have an issue I, with it. I, I thought,
0: I thought. Right, yeah. Nick Bolton should have had two fumble returns for touchdowns. Yeah. You're out of your mind, dude. That, I, was a, that was a catch. Listen to me. You want to call that a catch, that's fine. I, I think it then was a the, catch. Then the, then the sideline fucking catch that A.J. Brown had should have been a fucking catch, too. And you could sit here and go tit for tat on it all day. At the end of Wait, the game. Wait, which day, catch are you talking about?
1: The one, where the one, he, one that he fumbled the on. The one where he fumbled. It oh. I was not. He, Miles Sanders fumbled the ball. Nick oh, Bolton yeah, yeah, picked yeah, it up yeah, yeah. and ran it in for a touchdown. You know, it wasn't a catch. Was to me, the Dallas Goddard right, they were that, trying to yeah, say yeah, on Goddard, whoever. They're trying to say that wasn't a catch. I personally thought that if you're looking at that, the problem is this. They throw these replays on. The replays are in super, super, super fucking slow-mo.
0: Correct. Maybe that is you.
1: a problem. <laughs> that is a fucking problem. Because when you watch that play, it was a bang-bang play. Bam-bang.
0: Okay. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Okay. But, but I personally thought that was a catch and a fumble. Okay. That was my opinion. Now – Here's the issue. Nobody actually knows what a catch is and what a catch isn't. That, that is that becoming is, an issue. That's the problem. Because if you if it was the first time you're watching football, all right. Now and I remember. The first time you're watching football, that sideline catch was a fucking catch. Devontae okay? Shrek. Correct. And the fumble on Miles Sanders wasn't it didn't look like he caught it he made a football move i thought he had possession of he made a football move but see here he, he we go. turned forward. no he didn't Wait, make a football wrong. is that not a football he move He did
2: not he make a steps.
1: football move but he did possess the ball both feet were planted
0: and Right. but that's hit. not a catch to me it was a catch okay to you f- and he had possession what the of the rules ball. to you and what the rules are are two different things because how many times do we see a guy yeah. in the end zone possess the ball and get 2 feet in and it don't fucking count yes at the end of the day, no again, nobody knows what a catch actually is. True. We don't, as people watching, the people playing don't, and the referees fucking don't. Nobody knows what a catch actually is because you can have one play that looks identical to the next, and one yeah. catch and one isn't. That is the fundamental issue with two very, very big calls in that game, both the fumble and the sideline catch. Because I saw the first one, and I there's no question in my mind that was a catch. None. He, had the, he held the ball against his helmet. It was a catch. Yeah, but then he and, released. and the other that, one that on AJ Brown released. cost them seven points. The other one on AJ Brown it was bobbling off his helmet. It didn't bobble off his it fucking helmet. Off his he had helmet. one hand the, with the it, it was the bob- ball, his against his helmet. It really planted against his helmet. And I know you don't remember because you're seven uh, years old, no. but. Go ahead and say it. David Tyree, David Tyree the in the Super Bowl against catch. the
1: Patriots. Well, the exact That wasn't catch. a fucking catch. The helmet
0: catch. So. At the end of the day, that was. The one on A.J. Brown on the sideline should have been a catch because technically the ground is Devont- not supposed to Devontae cause Devontae the fumble. Devonta Smith, excuse me. The ground's not supposed to cause the ball. He had it all the way until he was already out of bounds on the ground. So we're, we need an explanation on that one. The one for Miles Sanders, I personally didn't think it was a catch. A lot of people did. I, there wasn't. It's that it's. They need to put down a specific time and stopwatch it or something because Miles but Sanders had the, the ball in his hand for two seconds, and everybody wanted to say it was a right. fumble. To me, that did not look like a catch. The, the only
1: play that infuriated me in this whole game, and I'm going to be honest with you, was the fucking punt return. Oh. the punt return from fucking Tony, Kadarius Tony. Yo, you, know, you said I watched these guys jogging down. I'm, I'm not saying anything that Tony did anything wrong, but I'm watching the Philadelphia Eagle punt coverage team
0: jogging downfield. Listen. I'm like, what? I the went other back and watched fuck? this. I went back and, and, and watched I'm this right. play. You want me to be honest with yeah. you? Yeah. They they did they looked extremely nobody, out nobody, of position. Nobody went to make the tackle. They, they, they just stood there. One, they. It, they were Everybody was extremely out of position on that play. They all looked confused, which I don't understand why. Because in all reality, a punt return is real simple. You go tackle the motherfucker with the ball. Exactly. It, 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 they, for some reason, Philadelphia did look stupid that did not look, on that play. That did not look weird to you? At the same time, going back and watching it, Kadarius, I, I, and I'm not a big Kadarius Tony guy. It's very well documented here. The way he mo- moves with the football in his hand, he made everybody on the fucking field look slow on that play. And I honestly think it was more him than it. W- Philadelphia was completely out of position because when he turned it and he hit the other side of the field, there was I, nobody out there who was catching. Listen, I'm going to be honest. There was with you, nobody. The 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 lack of effort I've this. seen
1: on that. He's, play.
0: You had six gone. guys
1: there. There's eight One guys One guy right went there. to make
0: the tackle. And by the time. The other ones fucking listen stood Listen to there. me. By the time he cut up, it was done. There was nobody out there. Uh, there's a push catch. in the back. A block in the back. Either yeah. way, we happens could sit here. time. We could sit I'm here. I'm sorry? It
2: happens every time, dude. Okay.
0: What was that? He said it, it happens, happens every time. All the time. Either way. Okay. Every time. Either way. Oh, yes, whatever. that was another blow. Whatever. We
1: watched there. the play. We talked about that. Uh, I thought that play killed Philadelphia.
0: Well, Killed any momentum they had. And guess what? It was That was a huge moment in the game because yeah. Kansas City had scored moments before that. Here's the thing. Refereeing aside, all right, if we actually want to break down the game, take the refereeing <sighs> and hard. take the conspiracy theorying out of it. There was one X factor for me in this game. And I'm going to talk about that before we get into the actual play. Philadelphia all year has prided themselves on one thing and one thing only. They were the sack leaders. They were third in total interceptions. They, their defense has made very, very good teams look very, very, very bad. They were first in points against. Nobody could score on them. Nobody could run the ball on them. And they were third in total passing, passing defense. So nobody could, could manufacture points against this Philadelphia team. At the end of the day, Philadelphia had more than five chances in this game to make a big play. Philadelphia allowed 24 points in the second half of this game. They averaged 21 points in total. Point blank period. Philadelphia's defense did not step up once in the second half of this game. They did not get one stop. They couldn't force one turnover. They could not get Pat Mahomes to go three and out one time in the second half of this game.
1: Well, that's because of what the Chiefs were doing. Not because of what they
0: were doing. Uh, Again... Philadelphia, the best defense in football. If you cannot make, I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear about how good the Chiefs offense is. Pat Mahomes threw for 150 yards, 182 yards. Pat Mahomes was
1: getting rid of the ball under
0: under three seconds. I don't care. I do not care. Philadelphia, you are the number one defense in football. Number one. By a wide margin. You couldn't get to Pat Mahomes one time all day? Yeah. One time. The Philadelphia defense completely fell apart in the second half of this game. And I know you're going to sit there and say that's not the fucking case. At the end of the day, when you allow 24 points and a half, I don't care who you are, that's a fall apart. That's a fall apart. And it, Andy Reid outcoached Nick Sirianni to a fucking T. That's it. You got to get one stop. It, you're not asking for much. You're asking for the number one defensive football to get one stop. Because in my opinion in this game, Pat Mahomes was not all that impressive. He was not. And everybody wants to crown this guy – at the end of the day, he was he threw not all for that 180 press. yards. He threw for 180 yards and with three a touchdowns. With
2: an ankle and
0: sliding on that, oh. get the fuck out of here! With and a sliding ankle. on and that grass,
2: everybody
1: was sliding the on that grass. The he ankle could, ankle could suck a cock with
0: the ankle too. The ankle, because there was, nothing wrong, there was ankle, nothing wrong with his ankle. Absolutely nothing wrong with his ankle. He proved wow. that. on his little fucking torn meniscus. What on his 26-yard run where he ran okay. through everybody okay. on Philadelphia? Yeah, man. Game on the line, man. Fuck out of here Game on the line. The ankle Fuck thing, he's an actor. He's LeBron James actor. flopping with the fucking ankle. <laughs> Thank you. And I don't want to hear it. And that's exactly what the NFL is turning into, the NBA. I don't want to hear it. Guess what? If you have a serious high ankle sprain where you're on the sideline crying and getting it massaged, you shouldn't be going for a 26 I've seen a picture of him with his WWE
1: later. belt on. Yeah. That's exactly what football is turning into.
0: At Scripted, the end of the day. garbage fucking wrestling. At the end of the day, give Mahomes his credit where credit's due because he, guess what? He's two-time Super Bowl champion. He should not be the MVP. That's bullshit. And at the end of the day, he is the reason why they won the game. He, he is he not is the reason, reason they why, won why the ball they won the game. Yes, he is. Yeah, yes, he, he is. is. Because exactly no. what we thought was going to happen. I have
1: somebody else that should have been the MVP in that game.
0: Go ahead. Take Nick Bolton's dick out Isaiah of Isaiah Pacheco. He ran Again, for 72 you know, yards in that game. Right. Big against,
1: deal. Against a very good defense.
0: Big deal. I don't care. I okay. don't want to hear that. That's, that's, he did have a good to game. To me, he was he, he was game. the MVP. He had a good game. He's not the most valuable player. I think because he was. If any other quarterback was in there besides Pat Mahomes, including Jalen Hurts, because he had, in my opinion, one of the biggest plays of the game when he fumbled it away. Beside <laughs> that, if any other quarterback was in there besides Patrick Mahomes, they would not have won the game. They wouldn't have. Because he I, I,
1: I don't think that we're giving enough credit to the backup quarterback on the Kansas City Chiefs. At the end of the day. Because without him, they wouldn't
0: even have been there. Listen to me. You are so far. You are in outer space right now. Why? Why? At the end of the day, Pat Mahomes did it. You're getting the drive against Jacksonville? Come on, dude. All right. Come on. All right. Let's, let's be real here for a minute now.
1: We are being real.
0: We're going to sit here and talk about how Chad Henney had such an impact Chad on Chad Henney.
1: And
0: hey, God bless Chad Henney. He retired. Pat Mahomes turned the cuteness meter on exactly when he needed to, and he willed them to win this game. That's it. That's it in a nutshell. Because in the first half, he was extremely unimpressive. Extremely. I thought he was actually very cute in the first half. He wasn't. And that was the difference maker. I don't know. And I the feel like he half of that wasn't game, as cute in the second In the second half, I half like of that game. He almost got, got, got cute together, almost
2: turned the ball And over. they were making passes, getting the ball down the field. He
1: had
0: 80 yards in the first half. He had 80 yards. He had 100 yards in the second half. Isaiah Pacheco had 40 yards of rushing in the first half. The Chiefs were extremely unimpressive in the first half of this game. And if you go by the numbers, they were extremely unimpressive the whole game. Well, Pacheco's
1: numbers are nice. 15 carries, 79 yards, 5.1 a carry.
0: Yeah, that's what Jalen okay? Hurts did. And he had a touchdown. And
1: had a fucking touchdown. That's what Jalen Hurts did he, along with the I, I think he did a great job. So I think again, Pacheco did a great job.
0: Again, they were unimpressive in my opinion. I I thought that was impressive. Mahomes turned on the cuteness meter. Andy Reid changed up the play calling. They got Kadarius Toney on wheel routes and shit coming out of the backfield. Then you toss Sky Moore in there and Philadelphia had no answer. They had no idea what to do. Kudos to Andy Reid because he adjusted better than any coach I've ever seen at the half. I said that two weeks ago. Go ahead. Counter me.
1: I didn't say anything. Counter me.
0: 24 points against the number one defense in the second half. And he didn't, he didn't have an impressive turnaround.
1: I didn't say that. Okay. You had made the statement that he's done it better than anyone. Anybody else. That's not true. Who? Bill Belichick. No. Nobody better at halftime adjustments than Bill Belichick.
0: Guess what? Guess what? You want me to be real with you? You want me to be real? Throw Bill Belichick out and put Andy Reid in the Patriots organization, and guess what? They're a playoff team. Okay. They're a playoff team. Because the difference is Andy Reid actually – Recruits talent and utilizes it because every other team in the league wanted to write off Kadarius Tony.
1: Okay. Every every other, other team in the re- league wanted to write off. Uh,
0: uh... Now, hold on, hold on, hold come on. on, dude, come on, what? I'm on a roll is he here. Kadarius oh, Tony ahead. just a to return on. man. Devonte Parker, is that what we're going to talk about? Oh, no, we're not going to talk Myers? about. Him. Come
1: on, Randy Moss. Nobody wanted oh. Randy Moss. After the after he got fucking kicked out of fucking the Raiders, nobody wanted Randy Moss. You know who took Randy Moss? Bill
0: Belichick. Randy Moss is one of the top three best wide receivers in NFL history. He's yes, not. But Kedarious he was a cast Tony. out. He was cast out of fucking Oakland. He's not. I mean, we're, we're gonna compare Randy Moss and Kadarius Tony.
1: No, but you said you said, <sighs> on, dude, that Bill Belichick. You know he can't re- resurrect people. He did. I didn't say resurrect. Corey I said Dillon make the moves to bring him in. Corey Dillon. Left for dead. This is 20 kicked out years fucking, ago. Kicked
0: out of Cincinnati. Left for dead. Comes to the fucking Patriots and wins the Super Guess Bowl. Guess what? When he does it in this decade, then we can talk about it. Because Andy Reid outcoaches Billicek. Bill Belichick's older than Andy Reid. What, by six months? Come on. In the last decade, Bill Belichick hasn't pulled his dick out of his pants to make one sort of dramatic move Ever period. Andy Reid right now as it stands is a would coach circles around Bill Belichick and I truly believe that.
1: That's it's all Robert Kraft's
0: fault. Back to Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes should not have been MVP of this game for one reason and one reason only because Jalen Hurts outside of the fumble was impeccable in this game. Okay? And at the end of the day, I think he proved he's a better quarterback. He didn't prove he's a better quarterback. To me, he did. He did not. He did not. To me, he did. At the end of the day, in Pretty this good. game, in this game, they should have given MVP to the loser in Jalen Hurts, and I know it has not been done in a long time, but he was the most valuable player in this game. He was twenty-seven to thirty-eight for three hundred and five yards and a passing touchdown. The QBR one hundred and three, and he ran for seventy and three touchdowns. And outside of the one fumble which, again, was one of the most crucial plays in the game for me. Outside of that one fumble, he was immaculate in this game, period. That is the kind of guy you want leading your organization going forward. Not saying Patrick Mahomes isn't, because right now, as it stands, Patrick Mahomes is the NFL's golden boy, and he's going to continue to be. He does everything right. But at the end of the day, in this game, Jalen Hurts outplayed him. That's it in a nutshell for me. Big Jalen Hurts had no help running the ball, absolutely none, unless Uncle Sam wants to sit here and gargle Kenneth Gainwell's twenty-one total yards. And he got bailed out a whole lot by Devonta Smith, who had a hundred yards receiving. All right, AJ There's Brown. WWE
1: belt. That's what the NFL is wrestling.
0: It's garbage. He had, a, he had a nice supporting cast. But at the end of the day, he doesn't have anybody on his team. He doesn't have anybody on that team that could give him any sort of run support. Where was Miles Sanders? Where was well, Kenneth Gainwell? Well,
1: Gainwell actually just, was more productive than Sanders was, so.
0: We're, we're going to call seven for 21 productive.
1: As more productive than, uh, I thought he was more productive than Sanders was. Sanders, it just he looked totally out of sync.
0: That's it in a nutshell for me.
1: Jalen Hurtson. You know, a lot of that has to do with coaching, too. Huh? You see guys ain't ready and ain't prepared to play. A lot of that's got to do with coaching. Well,
0: going back to the coaching, what, what was Kansas City throwing at Philadelphia that they hadn't seen in the run game? Right. What are, what are you throwing at them? Again, Philadelphia, t- top five in the league in total rushing yards. Where Where are you? I mean, it's Jalen – everybody wanted to crown Miles Sanders before this game. And I got news for you.
1: I don't think they're going to re-up him, dude. He's a free agent. I got a feeling he's gone. There ain't
0: one running back on that Eagles roster that is truly worth a fuck because I'll be honest with you, the Eagles have one of the best offensive lines in football and they showed it in the Super Bowl too. But none of those guys could get a step. None of them. That's why, in my heart of hearts, I believe Jalen Hurts should have won the MVP of this game. Because he did it by himself. I truly think. They don't get the MVP to the loser, bud. They have.
1: They have right. on When's multiple occasions. When's the last occasions. time they've done that? When's the last time have you ever heard of a, guy, a team that loses a guy get a fucking MVP? In a Super Bowl.
0: Chuck Howley, 1961. Yeah, th- thank you.
1: I wasn't even fucking born yet. Hello? You sound like him now.
0: <laughs> Chuck Howley. Jalen Hurts should have been the next Chuck Howley, and and how can you disagree?
1: I, th- I think Nick Bolton should have been the MVP. Yeah. Either oh, way, no, I would have gave the I would have gave the MVP to Pacheco. He ran hard. He was Dude. the catalyst of that offense in the second half for them to do what they were going to do.
0: Okay, that's my opinion. You want well. you want to talk about Isaiah Pacheco? Let's talk about Isaiah Pacheco. All right. At the end of the day. Two years ago, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire made big plays in the Super Bowl, had a great fucking season. He was the golden boy. The year after, he was going at the 1-2 turn in fantasy drafts. All right? And where is he now? He's going to be bagging groceries at Publix in a couple weeks. All right. So at the end of the day, we're going to sit here and crown Isaiah Pacheco. When you could sit there and throw any running back, I guarantee you, Isaiah Pacheco will be the starter next year. On you're you're right, you're right. And I'll bet you ten bucks he won't be in 2024. I don't know because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's a system thing with the Chiefs' quarterback, and I truly believe that. All right, Clyde Edwards Hilaire did it. There are times this year where Jarek McKinnon looked like fucking Barry Sanders. So let's not get all in this Pacheco train. I ain't on it because there's a whole lot of games this year where he was supposed to be the fucking guy and he wasn't. And you we're gonna sit here and give an MVP to a running back who had 76 yards and a touchdown. We're gonna give it to Jalen quor- Hurts. We're gonna give it. it to a quarterback that threw for 180 yards. Well, you're gonna sit here and justify Pacheco winning it when Jalen Hurts matched his numbers and had two more touchdowns and threw. They the ball. lost and threw Eagles the ball. Lost. It doesn't lost. matter. It's most valuable player. And you are hard-pressed to tell me Jalen Hurts was not the most valuable player in that he game. He is
1: on the Eagles, and they lost. No, he was the most That's valuable player in the game. Word.
0: He was the most valuable player you in the honestly think
1: in this day and age of the popularity contest that they were going to give that award to fucking Jalen Hurts?
0: Whether or not they were going to. Whether or not they were going to. Not, You're not going to sit happen. here and tell me Isaiah Pacheco. Not up in here. Most valuable player, Isaiah Pacheco, who's the most I, I valuable thought, player on the field. I personally thought that his performance is the reason why Kansas City won this game. God bless. Devonta Smith, seven receptions, 100 yards. You could probably give it to Kelsey before you could give it to Pacheco. Agree. I'd give it to Kelsey over Pacheco, too. Juju Smith-Schuster
1: had seven receptions, too, for 50 yards. Yeah. Anyway, Why do you look for those low numbers? And he was targeted fucking 10 times. (laughs) Now, going forward. And uh, actually, you know what? Smith got robbed out of about a 45-yard
0: catch. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Devon Smith had 150 yards.
1: He really proved he's a number one receiver.
0: Well, I'll be honest I believe he is. and, And I was watching this throughout the game. Those two are a very underrated duo because Antonio Brown, or excuse me, God, I never AG. want to confuse that. A.J. Brown drew a shitload of – double-team. Oh, yeah. constantly. They double-teamed him next to the whole game. He still had six receptions for 96 yards and a touchdown. But that allowed Devonta Smith to have the game that he did. I agree. Seven for 100. Those two going forward, I truly think if they can keep this band together, because Goddard – I get it. Kelsey is the number one tight end in football, and it's by a margin. But Goddard is, is in my opinion, the way he plays, the way he runs, I mean, there was that, that one play on the sideline, Goddard looked like a receiver. He looked he looked like a watered-down version of Travis Kelsey to me. I think if Goddard stays healthy and these two, Philadelphia is going to be right back here again next year, and I truly, truly believe that. I do. And they got
1: some experience now, which – yep. It's huge. Believe it or not, you can say what you want to say. The Kansas City Chiefs have experience of being in the Super Bowl and being in these playoff games every year for the past four years. I think everybody agrees with that, and that that means something. Obviously,
0: going forward, you know, um, you know? so going forward, the Chiefs are favorites to win the Super Bowl next year. Philadelphia fell down I, I to like don't, fourth or
1: fifth. Uh, you know what? Their division is their their conference and their division is so competitive We got to wait and see what happens guess
0: here. what you got i'm sorry guess what you all said right. it all year and i'm going to say it now the road to the super bowl next year we're i said through that went through City. kansas City. correct I get i'm going to agree with that again for next year well I because mean, next year I ain't
1: here yet we have a lot of there's a lot of shit with free agency they could lose a lot of guys so who?
0: we'll see what happens who are they going to lose juju huh? they lost everybody forgets they lost Tariq Hill. They they lost to Rick Hill and came out and did this, yeah. It, so I mean, again, yeah,
1: you got gonna see what's gonna happen here. I'm gonna give all the you credit. got a bunch of
0: quarterbacks that are gonna be
1: fucking moving around here,
0: oh, real soon. Derek Carr to the Saints is At gonna be a real threat of, the for end Super this, Bowl. The
1: end of this thing. Well, it's not only that. Well, I just too. saw a headline it, here. It could in be two golf. more years, you're gonna have the relocating of teams. Pretty soon, you'll have two more teams joining the NFC. What? You're gonna have two teams joining the NFC. You heard it AM. here first.
2: What the hell? You what? heard it here first.
1: Talking. We're breaking news. Yeah, what? Not breaking news. They already announced it. They announced what, dude? They're at They're going to add. You're gonna have teams that are in Europe. Come that are gonna be part of the NFL.
0: Where do you with, come up with Within the next with this two shit, years, dude.
1: Where do you come up within with
0: this? The, I'm just
1: telling you. Within the
0: next, you week, heard it here first. The you NFL like to wants to go international.
1: News. And, and that's that's what's going to happen here within. The, I would say within the next four years, you'll see. Oh, now it's just grown. You'll see years. at least fucking two more teams added, if not four.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Say what you want to say.
0: I mean, I'm not, it's not that. You heard it first. You heard it from sit, me. I sit here and talk about how I think that the road to the Super Bowl runs through Kansas City next year, and you tell me I'm jumping too far ahead. We have no idea what's going to happen. Exactly. And then throw in that exactly. in 2029, they're going to put teams in Dublin. Anyways. Chinese spy balloon. Watch. <laughs> you guys obviously don't look at
1: any of the Vince we're just so talking about. You. So, anyway.
0: Listen, why, why are we talking about some dude on Instagram who thinks they're going to put teams in Europe in two years? It's going to happen. They don't know what the fuck. That's not going to it's happen. It's going to happen. All right? Here we go. At the end of the day, the road to the Super Bowl does indeed lead, lead through Kansas City because there's nobody in that division. All right? And I took the bait this year. I took the hook. All right? I bought into the Chargers. I bought into the Raiders. I bought into Denver. I bought into all these AFC teams that I thought were going to fucking give them a run for their money this year. And guess what? Out of the top 15 teams in Super Bowl odds next year, 11 of them come from the AFC. So I I don't want to hear it because at the end of the day, we know how this shit goes. And nothing that happens outside of Aaron Rodgers moving around, and guess what, I don't even know how much he still wants to play football. Outside of him moving around, there's no big change that's going to happen that's going to make an instant impact on one of these teams. It's not. Kansas City showed it. They showed exactly what they needed to. They went in and they punched the number one defense in the league right in the mouth. A defense that I we crowned. A defense that I thought was better than the Broncos against the Panthers in Super Bowl 50. A defense that they were comparing to the 84 Bears on NFL Network before that's, the game. That's,
1: that's a little crazy right there. That's
0: where we were the at. 2000 Ravens. No. A defense that they said was only second to the 84 Bears. 85 Bears. 85 Bears, excuse me. That was better than all of them. And Kansas City punched them in the mouth. So I'm sorry.
1: No, the 85 Bears dominated. I'm from sorry. start to finish. They lost one game that year. They lost one game that year. You know who they lost to? No. The Miami Dolphins and Dan Marino. There you go. Dan Marino killed the vaunted Bears defense.
0: That's who this that's who this Philadelphia team was being compared and to. And
1: they they just didn't beat him.
0: They embarrassed him. That's who this and then Philadelphia- Chicago went on a fucking terror after that. <laughs> so in my opinion, this is easy. The road to the Super Bowl leads through Kansas City. Pat Mahomes is gonna be the new face he's, I mean, he took Batman. a break there for a year, but he's gonna be the I mean, this is it. It's disgusting. We are living in a Chiefs ran NFL now. And then, then guess what? We are what? living
1: in the WWE.
0: The Chiefs dynasty going forward. Because, I mean, that's if they're in this again next year, that's four Super Bowls. There are four Super Bowl appearances in six years. That's a dynasty. And I'm sorry. As much as I hate it, as much as I fucking hate it, not a you know, fucking dynasty. I thought dynasty. you have to
2: win to, you know, I
0: would to win three, right? What are they at? They, they he's got two, yeah, he's got two, so one more. I'm sorry, but that's that's where I'm at because I don't think there's anybody in in who's gonna who's gonna compare to that all in all, to sum it up, I thought the Super Bowl was extremely entertaining. I thought it was a great football game. I think that they had they had just the right amount it wasn't as uh it wasn't as overdone as l a was last year. No, um, I,
1: thank God they didn't have the fucking rock there. I would have fucking puked half the night.
0: <laughs> uh, next year, obviously, is Las Vegas, so God knows what that's going to be. But Circus Olé! I'm not going to lie. As far as football goes, that was one of the best. That that was truly one of the best that I can remember. It was great. Um, any other takeaways?
1: Rihanna has the biggest forehead I've ever seen.
0: Bigger than Bruce's? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, Okay, Bruce. Any other takeaways? What do you think? What do I think about the game?
2: Uh, you know, it was actually a really fucking good game. It was a really good game. There's nothing else you can really say about it. You some. I,
1: I just. I, I hope the NFL. Any...
2: <laughs> the
1: grass thing. Re- the grass thing really
2: pissed me off.
1: Yeah, the, the
0: field.
2: Really the field was
1: awful. And you know what the problem was? I think, and I, and I know this is going to sound weird. I thought it was too short. I think that the grass would have been longer. It didn't have enough root in it, and that's why these guys were well, falling ne- all over the place. They'd never used it before. Huh? Barking, they'd never used it before. And, that's, and I'll tell you that what. That was their test. They painted the field. They painted these logos on the field, and they were everybody was falling on yeah. the logos. I, I think they need to stay away from that. Let the grass get a little bit longer. It was like a goddamn putting green. we just play on dirt grass. Huh? Play on dirt grass,
2: grass, real grass from the about? earth.
1: What are you talking about?
2: Play on grass.
0: Yeah. That, that was grass. That was actual grass? I don't have grass? a problem with it's that being on grass. 800,000 on grass, yes. The problem the was, was the like... grass
1: was so short, there was no root system. So the fucking cleats were just fucking sliding on it. Oh, I thought that was some new type of no, like, they had, they 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 No, they had to change their shit. cleats. Uh, they changed their cleats, and that still didn't help.
2: Yeah. Because it wasn't mature enough. of cleats that were piled
1: up, yeah. You can't grow grass in Arizona, dude. It's fucking like 150 shit. degrees there. The fucking shit burns out, you know? Well, it's kind of like... That's what it is. The field was awful. Just... And listen, got you got sunlight, guys but... on both sides talking about how horrendous the field conditions were because they were falling all over the well, place, the... which gives the advantages to the offense. When you're de- when defensive line guys are falling right off the snap, you could watch these guys fucking hitting their knees, coming out of their fucking stance. And the offensive guys are barely doing anything to keep them off. It's it's obviously an advantage for the offenses on both sides. Yeah. But it was horrible. They need to they need to, you know what? Don't have one in Arizona anymore.
2: I mean, they're not gonna do that. And it's just
0: it's dude, be a that, while that field, that field is, is, but is but trash, do that. that field is trash. They brought in a whole new field for the game. That's they the problem. Using the, the, it, was, it was all new grass. They I, fucking I, had people twenty-four hours a day, they're Dealing with it, they would roll it out every morning so we could get sun and bring it back in. I mean, at the end of the day, yes, something went wrong, but I mean, when you spent eight hundred thousand dollars on grass and they're going to roll it out every morning. You spent eight hundred thousand dollars <coughs> on grass. I think somebody <coughs> dropped the ball there. Yeah. yeah,
1: whoever they were need to be fired and never brought back in again. Okay, okay.
0: Mm-hmm. There's a little bit more to talk about here than the Super Bowl, so let's get into. That, uh, obviously, Chad Henney did retire, as Uncle Sam broke early. That's right. So, um, God bless Chad Henney. God bless Chad Henney. Um, Jaguars wide receiver Calvin Ridley, who was suspended all season, uh, was eligible to apply for reinstatement to the NFL today, and he did. And all I've got to say is that Jaguars offense, if they can keep the band together and they can throw Calvin Ridley into the mix, my God. Is that going to be a scary offense going forward? Absolutely love that. I agree. Um, I agree. Vic Some, coaching, Fangio. Some, coaching. Some coaching situations. No. Yeah, getting into that. Uh, Vic Fangio is now the new defensive coordinator for the Miami Dolphins. Okay. Uh, I know you don't really love that. I'm not a Fangio
1: guy. Not. I, I, I'm not into him. Correct. Personally, I, 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 I think he's
0: overrated. That's my opinion of him. Um, The Las Vegas Raiders. Yes. Ten minutes before um, his $40.1 million guarantee kicked in, cut quarterback Derek Carr yesterday, allowing him to go and do what he pleases. So now the big question is, where does Derek Carr end up? Supposedly there are four suitors, um, including the Saints, the Panthers, the Jets. And uh, I'm forgetting one right now. Oh, Tampa Bay. Excuse me. Uh, Tampa Bay. So there's four. Well, op- if you're Derek Carr. If I'm Derek Carr, I'm telling you right now. I'm- where where would you go? Well, I would eliminate two right off the bat if I was Derek Carr. I, I would eliminate would, the Jets. I would eliminate the Jets and Carolina. Why Carolina because I know you got this hard on for Carolina but they're going to keep Sam Darnold there and you're going to have to fucking fight it out. I think they out. like Sam Darnold. When I they know got they the do young kid
1: there, Sam Howell.
0: Correct. Yeah. Um Yeah, no. I would I would stay as far away from that situation as possible. I would either say the Saints because they're the Saints have to load up on weapons, and you could be a part of that and kind of build it up. Saints are also very loyal they're to very, their quarterbacks.
1: Yeah, offensively, they're very young, too. Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, they're out they're, of cap purgatory hell that they were in two years ago. Correct. So the Saints is one option. Or, I mean, what's Tampa? At the end i of the day, say either Tampa or Tampa the Saints Bay. is the
1: yeah. two best opportunities for him. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I do. Either um, one of those teams, I think, is a good opportunity for him. Atlanta, you know, Atlanta's
0: looking for a quarterback too. Absolutely. Why so I, I wouldn't Well, no, cross I think them out of I, I don't think they take Desmond The Colts Redder, are, are looking for a quarterback. quarterback. I the don't Colts, think he's going to the Colts. I don't Atlanta. Think, so, the if you want to talk about swirling rumors here, the Colts it looks like are going to go and try and trade up in this draft. Well, they've
1: signed they Who did they sign this week? Who's their head coach now?
0: Uh their head coach is <clears throat> The Bill, former Philadelphia, Philadelphia Philadelphia offensive coordinator. Oh, I'm sorry, offensive. Uh, Steichen. So they, uh, that was my next point. Colts have a new head coach. Uh, Jim Ursay, excuse me, not Steve, Shane Steichen, uh, offensive coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles, is going to Indianapolis. Um, they had a press conference yesterday with Chris Ballard and Jim Ursay. Uh, I did not catch it, but I'm sure there would have been a lot of uh, portable it, you know, moments from that. At
1: least Jim Ursay sobered up enough to know that his Jeff Saturday thing wasn't going to fucking work.
0: Well, Irsay came out yesterday and said that uh, he knows that they're going to have to find a young quarterback to develop. So I think that kind of takes Derek Carr and any of these other one-year fixes for the Colts out of the equation. And Ursay went on to say that Alabama kid doesn't look bad. Okay. So, does Jim Irsay sell the entire house to trade up to get Bryce Young? I guess we're going to have to wait to find out.
1: Um, well, if they do, he's gonna, they're going to have to talk to Chicago.
0: Well, Philadelphia also lost their defensive coordinator. Uh, Jonathan Gannon is the new head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. That's interesting. I like that hire. I do. And they're do. picking at five, I believe. Arizona? Yeah. Uh, let's check that out. Five or Three. Three. Let's see. I thought they were picking at three. three. Arizona picks yeah. at three. Colts pick at four. So, uh, I think there's going to be a lot of movement amongst the top five in this draft. That's just way too early prediction. So you th- do you think? Here's the thing. I, I don't see Arizona taking a quarterback in this draft. No, neither do I. I don't see that. I don't see. Sh- I don't see Chicago, Arizona, or Seattle taking a quarterback in this draft. Correct. Those are your top five, or Detroit at six. So realistically. It's going to be a competition to get to that number one pick for Bryce Young, in my opinion, and I think that in on that sweepstakes is Indianapolis, the Raiders, uh, and Carolina, who do, are you, all do you think you'll 10. see three
1: quarterbacks go in the first five picks?
0: No. Yes. No. No. <laughs> no, because okay, I think in, I, I think one of the in the first five, the only one who needs a quarterback realistically and i think is willing to mortgage their future to get him is texans? indianapolis no is indianapolis because so you don't think the houston texans are going to take a quarterback i think that no i do but i think the texans are going to te- kind of wait it out because you're forgetting they pick again at 12 they have two picks they pick again at 12 is what i'm saying
1: they have the collateral to move up into the top 5
0: they're top in four, the top to three. 5 they're two but what I'm saying is, two and twelve. It, are they going to yeah. sacrifice that twelfth pick to move to one, to or do to you die? let the Colts do it and wait till twelve and take your guy? I think that's how that's going to unfold. I really do. Because outside of that, I don't really see. I don't. The only quarterback I see going top ten is Bryce Young. It's just like okay. last year. I think this all this shit is a smokescreen. I. Okay. I mean, if why why not take. Stroud, maybe Stroud goes to Carolina at nine. Yeah. But again, Will Levis, I don't see Levis going top ten. I don't. Really? I don't. I th- and you know, everybody was saying that. Do you remember when last year Malik Willis was supposed to go to the Lions at three? At two? At two, wherever they put two, three. Yeah. Two. Yeah, two. exactly. I think it's going to be the same shit. Oh, no, it wasn't two. Was it two? They picked it two. Yeah. Hutchinson at two. I, I truly think I truly think I you're going to see Bryce Young go in the in, with the top, one of the top two picks. I think you're going
1: to see Stroud, Young, and probably Levis go within the top ten picks.
0: Either way, that eliminates all of those from the Derek
1: Carr conversation. So, but we still don't know what the Jets are doing. The Jets are picking, also picking. Jets
0: are not taking a quarterback. Okay, no chance.
1: No, why because would you they're, want they're, they're putting front. all their eggs in the basket like Denver did
0: well at the end of the day that's what they have to do yeah i mean when you have yeah but Denver you got a first you a got a first round you took sam donald in the, with, with an extremely was donald 1-1 he he was a first round pick sam Darnold.
1: yeah but i mean Not I first he, overall but he was a first
0: round pick where did he go they drafted Darnold uh with the Third pick, okay? Then That's you turn around.
1: Fuck. And you draft Zach Wilson.
0: And you draft three. Zach Wilson with, I believe, the second pick. So, right. obviously, you can't wait. They moved on from Darnold. Yeah, and they're about to move on from Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. So, here you go. Point blank period. You can't burn more capital on a quarterback who's going to You – they're going to have – you figure, if they draft the first-round quarterback, they're – again – statistically, you're not making the playoffs with a first-year QB. Statistically, that's not how it works. It's happened, but statistically. Statistically, it ain't how it works. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. There's the exception to the rule.
1: Didn't Tim Tebow (laughs) do it? Dan Marino.
0: Wait till the last pick.
1: Dan Marino. As a rookie? As a rookie. Was Tim Tebow not a rookie? No. I don't think, no. He was in his second year. He was in his second year? year? yeah. Second year. Uh-huh. Um. Although, as a rookie, he took them to the playoffs. They beat the Jets. And lost to the Patriots. They beat they beat Pittsburgh, beat the Jets, and lost to the Patriots. Yep. And lost bad to the That's Bay pretty backs. damn good. And I don't think he was a quarterback
0: after that. I don't think <laughs> he was. Either. Anyway. Um, hold on. Moving on here. Uh. So the Aaron Rod- Aaron Rodgers officially today began his darkness retreat. I I
1: want to go with him. I want to go with Aaron Rodgers to the darkness retreat
0: and smoke peyote with Bruce. Why me? Because he's in the darkness. Um That's pretty deep. I wouldn't do that, I wouldn't do that. I'm uh, going to come up out of the pond like stuff, uh man.
1: like Martin Sheen did in Apocalypse Now and all you're going to see is my eyes I'm fucking Pain on my face
0: talking about are you an assassin? There was a lot of talk about Andy Reid possibly retiring after this. Uh, he has come out and said that he is not. So Andy Reid. He's not retiring. He I said know.
1: he was fired up, ready to go. He's well, ready to go.
0: We'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, Panthers hired Jim Caldwell as a senior oh, defensive fine. assistant. <laughs> Lord in Christ in hell.
1: How do they re- keep regurgitating these guys? I mean, come on. Somebody else. Caldwell. Jim fucking Caldwell, I get it. He's a nice guy. I get it. Good. Day. At least he's just a consultant and not actually on the books. Is anybody doing anything?
0: Yeah. Um, people close to the Jets organization say they are not opposed to bringing in quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo to start out next year. You know, Obviously, Jimmy Garoppolo
1: is going to land somewhere. You're going to have a lot of quarterbacks on the move. You still got to figure out what's going to go out with Lamar Jackson well, there. Yeah,
0: here you go. So th- just off the bat, Lamar Jackson obviously could move. I don't think he he's wants going out to... of fucking
1: Baltimore. I don't he think does that's not want to be there. I,
0: he's no. going to get tagged, and then he's going to have to make a decision whether he plays or not. I don't Correct. think that's going to happen. So, Rodgers, uh, Green Bay already said that they know he don't want to fucking be there, so they're probably going to move on from him. I,
1: he's either not going to be there or not play. Correct. I I don't believe that. I personally don't believe that Aaron Rodgers is going to go to another team. I take game. him here. I do, I do. I do. I but, really don't. I we got to see how stone he gets from his darkness retreat. Yeah. How fucking high is he going to be?
0: And and I personally find think, his think if
1: he returns, he's going back to the Packers.
0: He he did say yesterday, Green Bay's been his home of eighteen years, and it would be hard to leave. So yeah, let's just listen. He's going to
1: find. And his he path said, on this journey. And he said that there. his darkness retreat. He, he's pissed off at a couple of writers, Ian Rappaport being one of them.
0: Yeah, and Schefter.
1: That he's not All happy of of with either one of these guys because of the bullshit stories they're fucking reporting. He goes, none of them know him. None of them know the people that he consults with. So for these guys to make assumptions on what he's fucking doing, officially irritated the
0: living shit out of him. And I think he wants to kill both of them. So Jackson, Rogers, Tannehill is going to be on the move. Derek Carr. And I I had heard that Tannehill is in good line to be, uh, there was a team that really liked him.
1: Oh, who was it? I was fucking reading it, and I forgot who it was.
0: Uh, Derek Carr, obviously, and Jimmy Garoppolo, all going to be moving on. So there's going to be a lot of veteran QBs out there. Now, all of them have connections in some way, shape, or form of the Jets outside of the Jackson. I heard the Jets actually Jets. had uh, high hopes on Tannehill. Correct. But. Robert Sala, Jimmy Garoppolo, kind of makes a little bit of sense there if Rodgers is off the table for them. In my opinion, so this this
1: actually this could this free agency deal coming up could very well affect the draft. Yes, I think so. Yes, I mean especially if you're going to have veteran quarterbacks. Bounce into these places that need
0: quarterback. Correct. So, hypothetically, let's say that the Panthers are the ones that end up with Derek Carr. If you have Derek Carr and Sam Darnold there, and P.J. Walker, who, okay, granted, I don't think he's a starting quarterback, but played okay at times this year, I don't think you're going to draft a quarterback in the first round. No. I so, don't see them.
1: I, I really don't see Carolina drafting a quarterback regardless.
0: Neither do I. I just
1: don't. I think they love Sam Darnold. Uh, I think the young kid, Sam Howell, I I, I have a feeling he'll come in there and battle for the fucking starting job, you know, and whoever wins it going forward does. They keep Darnold on as a uh, emergency guy. um,
0: uh, I don't want to burst your bubble here, but Sam Howell's on the commanders. All right. I'm sorry. Not Sam Howell. Who did I met? Uh, Fuck. Oh, God. Here we go. Kid that got
1: hurt. Shut (sighs) On the Jets? No,
0: on the oh, Panthers. Jesus on the Panthers? Christ. Matt Corral. Matt Corral. Anyways. Matt Corral's good in college. Speaking of Sam Howell, uh, the Commanders and Ron Rivera have announced that they're moving forward with him as their starting quarterback. Nice. Um, what does that mean for, for... Taylor Heineke. Wentz, Carson Wentz and Taylor Heineke. Nobody cares about Carson Wentz. Uh, I think Wentz's career's over about as a starter. Practice squad. Um, What are you going to do when
1: the Detroit Lions sign him next year as their backup (laughs) quarterback?
0: Um, But I think the bigger question is what does that mean for Taylor Heineke? Uh, Heineke came out and said that uh, being a backup quarterback is the best job in the NFL. So I think he's good with it. Uh, Because you get paid a lot of money and you don't have to play. Yeah. And nobody hates you for it. Um, I would
1: love to have Heineke here.
0: People close to the Buccaneers organization and Levante David believe in Kyle Trask that he has the ability to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. Levante David is a free agent and will
1: not be on the fucking Tampa Bay Buccaneers next year. Disagree wholeheartedly. Okay. Disagree wholeheartedly. I am be feeling willing. Levante David could be a Detroit Lion. I saw that. Oh, thing. God. What?
0: I saw you something. You guys with these fucking boner takes. If the Lions sign Levante David, I will personally tattoo both your names on my ass on this show. Oh, Come yeah? Come on. Yeah. You think you think it's a good idea for the Lions to go out and spend fucking seventeen or eighteen million dollars on a thirty five year old lion? Did we ever figure out Come on. who won Let me, and lost let me these ask attacks. you a
1: question right now. If you had a choice between high school don't, and Zalone don't
0: don't even say that. Levante shit. David, because who would you like what who would you million? rather have? Guess what? You want to know what I'd rather see? I'd rather see the Lions make good on their mistake from the draft a few years ago and go sign Ruben Foster, who's making a comeback for the fucking veteran minimum, than I would them spend the fucking bank to bring in Levante. Levante David, come on!
1: I would love to see Levante David as a lion. Anyway, teach these young guys how to teach these guys how to really play at a high level. So
0: I know we he talk, still
1: plays at a high level at 35 years. old. I'm
0: aware, but at the end of the day. You're bringing him in for one year where you don't, where you're not going to fucking go deep into the playoffs because as much as everybody wants to crown the lions already, because they're 10th in odds, they're not making a fucking super bowl next year. As much as you want to do that, you're going to spend a shitload of capital to bring in a guy that's going to be here for one fucking year. Go out and build it the right way. I agree. Okay. The jets. We didn't talk about MVP or uh, NFL honors. Because we missed Monday's show. Oh, but Jets took both rookie of the years. I- I'm not going to sit here and talk about MVP because they'll have a I bucket. did
2: not know Sauce Gardner was
0: from here. Yes, he is. Uh,
1: no, that's because Patrick Mahomes did not deserve MVP. Okay.
0: Sauce Gardner wins defensive rookie of the year. Garrett Wilson wins offensive rookie of the year. Do you believe that the Jets, number one, have the best core of young players in the NFL right now?
1: I believe that they're one of the teams that have the best core of
0: players. I do. You're like a politician. Sure. I swear to God. I ask you a question, and you do everything in your power to dodge giving me a straight answer. I if just they gave they you guess, a fucking straight answer. Not, I
1: believe they're one of the I believe best that they have young one teams of the, out there. No, are they the best? What are your top are five? Are they the best? No, because I, w- I would say Jacksonville's a little bit ahead of them.
0: Okay, thank you. So okay. the answer is no. No. Okay. But do you believe... I said they are one of the best. Do you, I, do you believe that having both rookie of the years... Quinn and Williams, who received Defensive Player of the Year votes. He's what, third year? There you go. Do you think that this core will lead the Jets to a Super Bowl?
1: Depending on what they do with the quarterback situation.
0: Baseball. Oh, bro. Depending on what they do with the quarterback situation. Bruce? Close question. I got distracted. I do know. you believe that this core of Jets young players will lead them to a Super Bowl? They could, yeah. Yeah, they could. And defense wins championships, yeah. I agree with him. I think in two years' time, you could see this Jets team where the where this Philadelphia team was right now. Because if we go back two years, yeah.
1: Uh, ain't going to be able to handle Kansas City, though, right?
0: Well, no, Philadelphia didn't. The Jets probably won't either. Uh, moving on. Micah Parsons did not receive one first-place vote for Defensive Player of the Year. That's do ridiculous. you think... That's
1: fucking ridiculous. He said no to your question.
0: He didn't answer it. He, he didn't answer it Yeah. What? Said, no. Depending on what they do with the quarterback situation. You
1: said Mech, Mecca Parsons didn't We're, receive... The question was... What's the Jets. The could the defense the lead them? Yeah, but... Right. A, what did I say? Right after I told him he dodges every question, the fuck?
0: he dodged the fucking question. Do you think he, he can make it
1: to a Super Bowl? No, if they don't address your quarterback situation, That's not the question.
0: Anyways, moving on. Micah Parsons did not receive one first-place vote for Defensive Player of the Year. Do you think he should have, or do you think Micah Parsons is held on such a high pedestal because of the Cowboys' bias?
1: I don't know. I don't know that. I don't know. I,
0: I... I it's don't understand fact- why. God, this is like masturbating with a cheese grater today. It's not a That's factual question. It's that. supposed to be your opinion.
1: In my opinion, th- I don't understand why he's not getting the the votes. He's dominant. He was dominant during the year.
0: I don't think, get it. I think that he, he... I think the team not being successful is hurting him. I agree with that. Because they were. On, I was reading this article... It was talking about how Micah Parsons has a bias and everything. He's so great because he's on the Cowboys. But if you see what's actually happening on the field, I don't know how you could think that the guy is an absolute animal. And I think he, I get it. You know, Nick Bosa had had a very nice year, but I don't think he was 40 votes better than Micah Parsons. I don't either. Personally. I don't either.
1: I, I, I think, uh, Bosa actually missed a few games and stuff, where Parsons has been fairly durable, I I don't understand it.
0: Um, I really don't. The 49ers quarterback competition uh, is going to obviously be one to keep an eye on. Um, George Kittle says that it's Brock Purdy's job to lose. Do you believe that? And do you believe that Kyle Shanahan is sold on Purdy and not willing to – either find a different option or he's going to revert back to giving Trey Lance that job. I I don't, I,
1: you know what? It's hard to say right now. You got to figure out what they're going to do there. It's going to be him or Lance. Here's the thing. Is Purdy going to be ready for when the season starts?
0: It, it's going to be, a there's big a timetable that that's going to six months. Yes. So that, that has that? a missing that has a missing, you know, voluntaries and stuff like Correct.
1: that. Correct. Correct. And that means he's gonna come out rusty. Trey Lance will be ready by then. Yes. And definitely. ready to go. Garoppolo will be gone. It wouldn't surprise me if they draft a
0: guy in this fucking draft coming up. Maybe a little insurance policy. Yeah. 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 Um I mean they did it last year. Geno Smith won comeback player of the year. Totally deserved it. I agree. Totally deserving. But did he do enough this year to, one, lock up the Seattle Seahawks starting position, or two, be a namestay as far as starting quarterbacks go in the NFL?
1: I think there's still – the jury still out on Geno. Personally, I think he had a great year. It kind of fell apart at the end there. He kind of lost his composure and was not as effective as he's been. But I I think I think he's kind of secured the job there, and they got Drew Locke behind him. I, I think they're going to run with him. I think they're. I do, uh, and I, I think they got a promising future. Listen, they got a couple of fucking draft picks in this next draft coming up. They got a great young core of corners there, defensive backs. They got a nice uh, core of defensive linemen there. Offensively, they got two bookend tackles that they drafted last year, and I just think they're going to get better.
0: I mean. Here, you know. Here we are. At the end of the day, uh, there was nobody who was really giving Seattle a chance at anything this year. And Seattle was a playoff team. I agree. You know, th- nobody gave Seattle a snowball's chance in hell anything. I truly thought they were. I thought Seattle was a three or four win football team, and they proved yes. everybody wrong. So yeah, I think Geno Smith did. Lock I think up we that all out. thought.
1: We all thought Seattle was going to be in the dumpster.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: they proved us wrong.
0: Jamar Chase and people close to the Bengals have came out and said that they believe Burrow is going to take less money and sign a team friendly deal to keep the band together in Cincinnati. Two questions there. One, do you think he'll do that? And two, do you think the age of quarterbacks doing that because I mean, we saw Tom Brady do it for 20 years. And honest to God, and that's why Tom Brady was that,
1: that's why Tom Brady's where he's at today and
0: has all the Super Bowls. Is has. the age of quarterbacks doing that going away?
1: I, I think you'll see him do it.
0: You think Burrow will do it? Yes, I do. Honest to God, I, don't I think agree with
1: Burrell's you. Burrow's going to have enough in endorsements because he's kind of the cute white boy and, you know, he's getting all the attention and he's trying to be cool and America's fly. sweetheart. And
0: I'm sorry? It's America's sweetheart, uh, right Yeah,
1: now. he's trying to be cool and fly and trying to be uh, Joe Montana today. He's better looking. And uh I, I think he's got a lot to go forward with, man. I think he's gonna be very uh very good,
0: actually. All right. And last question I'm gonna ask on today's show. Hall of Fame was announced the twenty twenty three class, and I'm not gonna sit here and go through it because Yeah, no, I, I wanna hear it. No, because you're going to sit here and argue about Rondé Barber and we're up against the clock. And I don't want to really hear it right now, to be brutally honest. But the one snub that I thought happened was Devin Hester, who is regarded as probably the best return specialist of all time. I'd put him as Deservingly so. And he did not get on his first ballot. Do you think that he was snubbed? Yes. I mean... I was sitting there thinking yes, about it. Yes, I do. I he has like, more
1: return touchdowns than any guy in NFL history. How do you not? How, how do you put a corner in there that's average at best? Put Devin Hester
0: him? in there. Um, do you have anything I just to asked add? a
1: question. What? How do you put a corner in there with average
0: numbers at uh, best here we go. in front of him? Go ahead, Randy. Because go you ahead. want to super. Get Bowl? the Ronde Barber thing out here. Okay. Go, no, go ahead. I'm, this, I'm telling you. That's all I said. You just, I, I just thought Ronde Barber th- I, I thought you, you would appreciate that. What?
1: That I just said. Uh, how could you put a guy, average at best, in front of him? I I mean, I think you're discrediting Rondé Barber a little bit. Do you? I do. I, I'm not trying to. Well, but I just don't think he's uh, Hall worthy. That's all. I mean, I'm not trying to be an asshole about it. You know, I don't he, think I th- thought there was two guys in this this class that are not Hall worthy. Five time
0: Pro Bowler, three time First Team All Pro. It was the same team for 15 years.
1: <coughs> all the guys were back
0: then. Most consecutive starts by a defensive back, won a Super Bowl, NFL all-decade team. No? Okay. Well, I, I mean, like I said, I
1: thought he was solid. Do I think he's Hall-worthy? In my opinion, he was not. Yeah. You know. So there you Who, else, is, who you, else in that class is making it?
0: What class? This class. Who else is in? Yeah.
1: And I'll tell you if they deserve it right now.
0: Okay. Let's see. 2023 Hall of Fame finalists. Uh, Jared Allen. Jared Allen. Yep. You know who Jared Allen yes, is? Yes, I
1: do. Okay. Yes, he deserves
0: it. Willie Anderson. Offensive tackle, Cincinnati Bengals.
1: He was there for a long time. Had a long Nine career. Nine
0: years, yep. Yeah. Uh, Rondé Barber. Obviously, we Go know ahead. your thoughts on that. Dwight Freeney. Do
1: you think Dwight Freeney deserves to be in the Hall of Fame? I, he was a dominant guy at one dominant. time. Yes. And I mean,
0: he was in the league for yeah. almost 20 years. Yeah. As a um,
1: defensive lineman, that's impressive.
0: Uh, Devin Hester obviously was left off. Right. Um. Andre Johnson also was left off. I still don't understand that. Durrell Revis. He didn't win anything. Darrell Revis.
1: Well, Darrell Revis, hello. Revis A Island. percent Yeah. Joe Thomas. Joe Thomas. What can you say?
0: Yeah. One of the best left tackles ever, in my
1: ever to play the game. Zach Thomas. There. That I, I I love Zach Thomas. Loved the way he played. The true quintessential thumper. But I don't think his 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 numbers don't match, add up. I mean, the guy had 100 tackles a year for like eight years. He was one of the top guys in his at his craft at the time. But you know what? Yeah, but isn't that you why think you he's hall worthy? You think he's hall worthy? He never won a
0: fucking Super Bowl. I, I'm not that familiar with him. I mean, so I, I gonna... know you're not. It's a little bit before your but time. But one guy I'm familiar with. I love him, it, but if he, if he I loved him and game, I'm telling he, you
1: right now, to me, he's not hall worthy. So you're
2: saying he changed the game, though? With the way he played, who did the guy you're talking about?
1: Zach, Zach Thomas I, changed no. the game of what? I don't know the way. No, you're he didn't. About. And he was an undersized linebacker that played with all heart. DeMar- That's it.
0: Demarcus Ware, I think he deserves well, it. Well, I mean, 100%. come on, dude. Yep. All the years with the
1: Cowboys, goes to Denver, wins a fucking Super Bowl.
0: What? What are you gonna say? Chuck Howley. Fuck. <laughs> all right. Uh, We are going to come back to you guys with one more episode before we take a little hiatus. Um, We got some big things coming over that hiatus, so stay tuned. We'll be back with you guys either at the end of this week or the beginning of next. Not 100% entirely sure yet, but we will get that figured out, and we will be back with one more episode before we go on our hiatus. It's kind of a, a chance to recap. Our first season of Tipped Balls. So stick with this one more episode. I know you're probably sick of hearing about football, but we got to come back with at least one more. Uh, anything to add?
1: I hope you guys enjoyed the first year of our coverage of this the NFL. This is the last
0: episode. I just said
1: that. I, I, I hope everybody's enjoyed it. Keep watching. All right. You're, you're in for a retreat.
2: Coach. What? The Michigan Panthers. That's it. Okay. John, 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 please Johnson don't say it. Please,
0: please, please please. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the tip balls <laughs> podcast. We will be back again with one more episode before we conclude season one. Please follow our socials, Instagram at tip balls, Twitter at tip balls, TikTok at tip balls podcast. If you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple music, check us out on YouTube and remember to subscribe again, big things coming up. So please check out our socials. Thank you so much for listening. We, you will hear from us again very soon.